Hey, I'm Simone Grace Soul. I'm a life coach who has built a six-figure business doing none of the things they say you should do. I had a tiny following, used no ads, and did no complicated strategies and gimmicks. What's my secret? Being my unique self on social media and actually giving a shit about other people. In this podcast, I teach you how to do the same. Be your authentic self so you can serve more and earn more. Hey friends, I have a question for you. How much time have you spent in the past month thinking about your number of followers or your number of email subscribers or your number of friends, whatever, online, on social media, thinking that it's not enough, I need more? How many times have you thought, if only I had more followers, if only I had more people in my email list, how do I get more followers? How do I get more people in my email list? How do I have more friends? Right? Just think about, <laughs> have a, give yourself a guesstimate for how much time, what percentage of your time you spent believing that there's a problem with the number of followers you have and believing that whatever problems you have now, um, whether it's not enough business or the wrong kind of business, whatever, um, not making enough money, those are due to your small number of friends or followers, subscribers, whatever. Okay, so I am here to tell you today um, because my mission is to make your life less difficult, more easy and more fun and more effective. I'm hoping that this is going to land like good news is that it doesn't matter that your small number, that you know, small in quotes because it's all relative, right? So your tiny number of, like what you think of as tiny number of followers or friends or subscribers is not a problem. It's not the thing that's keeping you from having more success right now. And the example that I always give in talking about this is telling everybody, like I'm probably never going to stop talking about this, but I made my first $100,000 in less than a year with an email list of less than 400 people. And for most of that time that I was actually making the money, my email list was like hovering around 300. It was like a little bit less than 300 and then it got to a little bit over um, 300. And then in the last month of it, I think it went up to like 375 or something like that. So with that many followers, I made $100,000. And it's so funny because I talk to people all the time who have um, many times the number that I have, way bigger um, email list. I, by the way, at the time of recording this podcast, I have a little under than 500 Instagram followers. And I know people with, you know, tens of thousands of Instagram followers who are trying to get paying clients and they can't. And people who can't make very much money, who are making way less money than I did with, you know, 1,000, 3,000, 5,000 um, email subscribers. Because the number is ne not the thing. The number is never the thing. And before you go, wait, but how could that be? Isn't it, you know, the more the better? I'm going to give you a really great um, metaphor that you could use to think about this so that you can stop blaming your number and start showing up for the people that you do have. So um, think about it like this. This is how most people do. Let's say you have, you're throwing a party and eight people came to your party. 
Okay. Um, when I tell you that, what kind of party are you imagining? What kind of a party would be really fun with eight people? You know, I love cooking and entertaining and hosting, you know, parties and, you know, house parties and stuff. And I used to do a lot of that. Not so much anymore because I'm old and tired. But <laughs> when I was in my 20s, I used to host tons of dinner parties. And eight people is a great number to have for a dinner party or a cocktail party or like, you know, in a small kind of thing, shindig at, at somebody's house because you can really talk to each other. You can get really intimate. You can really make some new friends or play a board game and um, just have some really quality, intimate time with each other, right? Versus, let's say, a party of 100 people or a party of 500 people. Now, what's a party of, say, 100 or 500 people? You can say, well, that's like a wedding. Um, or a gala. That's a huge party with lots of people. And it's a very different nature than an eight-person dinner party. Think about, you would think, let's say you were trying to raise money for charity or something, right? Because that's what happens in parties a lot. Um, you enter a raffle, you're whatever, raise money for charity. You, would, you wouldn't, um, well, I don't know, maybe you would assume that a party with more people is more likely to raise money than a party with fewer people. But it could be that you have a party of eight people and all eight of them, a dinner party, a small intimate dinner party, and all eight of them are really committed to the cause. Who And all eight of them, you have really deep, meaningful conversations with you, the host, about the cause. And all eight of them, you know, gives... $500 before they leave for the evening, right? So that's, okay, so if eight people give $500, that's $4,000 that you made in an evening to donate to charity. Whereas you hosted a, a, a charity ball with 100 people and they all showed up for the party because you advertise, hey, free champagne, whatever. There's gonna be, you know, appetizers, music, dancing, come for the party. Oh, by the way, it's also a charity thing, right? And then everybody shows up because they want the drinks and they want the appetizers and they want the music and everything. And in the end, there's a donation box and you're like going around with a donation box saying, hey, this is for charity. Don't, you know, give, contribute. And you check the box at the end of the night and there's like $200 in it. You see where I'm going with this metaphor? I think those of you who have planned events, <laughs> even if it's just parties or weddings or your own weddings or whatever, you're very well aware of how more isn't better and having more people does not mean you're necessarily going to achieve your aims easier. If anything, it might make it even more difficult because you don't know who's going in and who's going out. I mean, you can imagine a very well executed, like an excellent, you know, well organized, like super fun, meaningful 100 person party, as well as you could imagine a super fun, meaningful eight person party right? And here is what most people do, which is a tremendous error. What people do is that when they have only eight guests at their party, 
they think that they should be having a bigger party. So, you know, paint, I'm going to paint a picture. You stay with me, right? Like you're, you, you threw a party, eight people showed up. And instead of chatting with the eight people, instead of just, you know, being like really friendly with the eight people, like checking up on them, see if they need anything, turn up, you know, the music, the, the kind of music that those eight people like, you know, um, find ways to entertain them, you know, be the hostess with the mostest for the eight people versus this is what most people do. They're like looking at the door ignoring the eight people who are there and they're like there should be more people at this party why aren't there more people at this party my party is a failure because look there's only eight people here and then you storm into your room you don't come out (laughs) you keep ignoring the eight people there and you are like texting people like trying to call people hey hey did you not get my invitation why aren't you here yet it's 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 a half hour past the start the start um time. You should get here. Hey, where are you? Everybody's supposed to come. In the meanwhile, eight people in the dining room are like, uh, what's going on here? I was told this would be a dinner party. Right? And so the guests there are confused. And you, because you're ignoring the guests and calling it a failure because eight people that are there are having a miserable time alienating the people who are the most likely to you know help you out most likely to be your allies because hey they're the ones that showed up you're totally ignoring them because you're chasing after the mysterious throngs of people who you think should should be there but are not i hope this image is seared into your mind if you're one of the people who have been you know bummed out about your number of followers when you have a smaller number of followers, it's even easier to build really meaningful, intimate relationships. You can really show them who you are. Who has a bigger following than me? Beyonce has a bigger following than me. I'm a total freaking nobody compared to Beyonce. Guess which one of us has more freedom to really be ourselves, to let it all out, and to create exactly the kind of connection that we want with your, with our audiences ex- without being hyper-aware, without being hyper-cautious. It's me. I have that advantage over Beyonce because I don't have that many followers. And the, the bigger your platform gets in so many ways, the less freedom you have, the less um, you can sort of experiment, try out different voices. There's so much less flexibility. Which is, of course, not to say that more followers is bad. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's not the quantity, it's the quality. How you grow a really great... Like, if I asked you, would you rather make a lot of money or would you rather have a lot of followers? If you had to choose between the two, you would obviously choose to make a lot of money because what good is having a million followers if none of them are giving you money? The way to make as much money as you can, the way to kill it, is whoever is following you now, whoever is on your email list now, treat them all like they are the most treasured guests in your party. Treat them like they are your VIPs because they are, guess what? When everybody else is ignoring you, they showed up for you, right? And I don't care if it's your friend from school and your sister and whoever, still (laughs) treat them like, because they're in your, they have chosen to be in your sphere. Be grateful, And when you have a party of eight people and you give them everything and you are the hostess with the mostess and all eight people go home and say, man, that was a good dinner party for eight people. Man, I had a lot of fun. 
And the next time you issue an inv- a dinner invitation, guess what's going to happen? The word's going to spread and more people are going to want to show up. And the next time you might have 12 people show up to your party and then you'll be like, all right. And then you're going to be, you know, you're going to keep serving the eight people who already came to your first party. And then, then you're going to be friends with the four extra people who came and you're going to be the hostess with the mostest for them. And then they're all going to go home, be really happy. And they're going to tell their friends about your party. And then next time, like five more people are going to come in. That's how you want to grow your list. That's how you want to grow your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever. You want it to be so good for the people who are already there. They can't wait to invite their friends. If you want to throw an awesome party that eight people just love, it's like the best party of their lives, you're also going to have so much fun. You have to love your own party so much because that is the only way you're going to have the juice to keep it going, keep throwing the parties, keep inviting people to more. Because what happens is that people do the thing of like ignoring the people who are there and wishing more people would come. They do that thing and they're not pouring any love or joy into their own party. So if you, if you were to ask them, they probably wouldn't even want to go there, go to their own parties. Right. And they're like, how do I get, you know, 500 more people to come to my party when they don't leave, you know, being frank, they wouldn't even want to be there because they're, they're not having any fun. I'm always very enthusiastic about inviting people to join my email list because I think my emails are freaking awesome. And I know for a fact that people love receiving my email. So it's very easy to invite people often. It's like, hey, come on and join in. It's a really good time over here. Versus when I see people um, who are not enjoying the party that's already there and they are thinking, they're constantly trying, thinking it's, it's like a strategy, like, oh, I'm going to buy this course that's going to help me get more email subscribers. Um, but they don't think that what they have right now is compelling enough. So they keep having to think about strategies. Like you don't need a strategy if you know that your party is amazing. All you have to do is to tell people what an amazing party it is. Here's the funny thing that everybody forgets about marketing is that the best kind of marketing is one you could do with total honesty, complete authenticity from your heart, not trying to engineer anything, not trying to manipulate anyone to do it, no strategy. It's If you're just being you and speaking the truth, it is like the best way to market because it's so much easier. And it, when it's easy, you can keep going for the long haul. This is how people lose steam over marketing is that they're not being real. They're not investing in the right things. And the right thing is always the energy that goes into creating a really fun, amazing, useful experience for themselves and whoever is in their sphere now. If you can do that, marketing your thing is going to be a no-brainer. It's just easy, right? If you're just eating the most delicious food in the world, it's so easy to be like, oh my gosh, you have to try some. It's only when what you think you're eating sound, it it tastes kind of bad. It kind of sucks. And you keep having to like twist yourself into weird shapes to like figure out how to invite people to take a bite. That's hard, right? So have your food be something really delicious. Have your party be the most fun party. Like you're mixing all these metaphors, but I think you know what I mean. I think I have done this very well in my own life, in my own career. And it, I never thought of it in terms of like, okay, this is my audience and I have to grow my audience because, you know, if you're at a party thinking, okay, this is my party and I have to grow my party, like that's not the best thought to have. The best thought to have is, okay, here are the people at my party. Let's have a really great time tonight, 
right? That's that's what I was thinking, and I encourage everybody to adopt <laughs> how I was thinking, which is like, oh my gosh, like I would show up to Facebook, for example. I always thought, hey, Facebook is where all my friends are. I'm they hang out with me there. It's really fun to just hang out with my friends there. So I'm gonna go to Facebook and see if I could, you know, make a difference for them today. See if I could share something fun, share something useful today, and I'm just gonna go go and be really real. It's gonna be fun. Right. I did that every day and um, my my audience grew very organically, even though I don't really think of it as my audience. I, I really think of them as just my friends and everybody that was friends with me started to be really um, invested in what I do because I really tried to make sure that everybody was having a good time as much as possible. And so when my business grew, it really grew with them. Right. And I think I try to make sure that everybody that comes into my sphere, they feel like they are welcome at my party. I want them to feel like once they enter the, the, the venue, somebody checks their coat and they feel like cared for and that like like it really does matter to me whether they are having a good time and they're getting something useful out of it, which I which is really important to me. So I hope you'll remember this party metaphor. Don't ever ignore the people that are already loving you, already giving you the benefit of the doubt, already willing to hang out with you um, because you are fixated on some mysterious number of people who aren't there. If you want to talk more about fearlessly sharing who you are and serving more and earning more, I invite you to join my Facebook group called Fearless on Facebook. You can search the groups and request an invite and I'll, I'll be happy to approve you in. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next time with another helpful, useful, fun metaphors, probably to help you get, to help you show up and have more fun on social media. All right, bye-bye.